Welcome to Get Powered Up with Jessica Jones. Jessica and her guests are here to help you navigate the world around you as a small business owner and provide valuable insights to hone your business superpowers. Now, here's your host, Jessica Jones. Hello, 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 and welcome to Get Powered Up with Jessica Jones. I'm your host, Jessica Jones, and today we have my husband, Charlie Langford, from Charlie's Waxworks and the Divine Saga and Urban Angel Aerial Imagery with us today. And we're going to talk about a topic near and dear to our hearts, unlocking your creativity. Mm -hmm. Charlie here uh, was an electrician by trade and in recent years has completely taken a left turn and is now doing all sorts of creative outlets. So we're going to talk about how to do that, how to embrace that and what it can mean for you in your world. So let's throw on our capes and get powered up. Charlie, before we do anything else, let's give everybody a quick uh, reintroduction to you and tell them what you've been up to lately. It's happening again. I am Charlie. I run Charlie's Waxworks where we are the purveyors of custom-made fragrance products such as candles and wax melts and incense and soaps and car air fresheners and room sprays and colognes and perfumes, um, just to name a few. Um, We also do a little bit of laser engraving with the Dragon Forge aspect of that business. And uh, I also do aerial videography and photography with my drones. That's the Urban Angel aerial imagery portion of our conglomerate here uh and you fix the drones. and i fix the drones i repair them when they're broken something i i do with my electrical background and then there's uh, the books i write novels uh when i am so inclined and the muses speak to me i uh, write my books and they are out on amazon finishing up that third one you're so close yes co-written this one is co-written the first two were solely me but this one is co-written with you so yeah looking forward to all that that's who i am i'm a very busy man and as you can see this is kind of up my alley because i'm creative mofo as well yes and this is something that i knew when we first got together but you were not in a creative line of work. I knew that you had artistic talents, that you were an author and that you painted, you dabbled a little bit uh, in in that. We've got some of your artwork on our living room walls, Mm -hmm. but I didn't know just the depth of your your creative talents. And what we did together in the past several years was really tap into that and nurture that creative side of you. Mm -hmm. When circumstances required us to make a change, we looked at what, your talents were and that's where they were so you'd say we got creative with my creativity ah i see what see, you did there's there. more than one way to be creative and though my past experiences especially in the military were not really places where creativity thrives there are lots of ways uh that creativity does thrive and i think that you know that it gets confused a lot people think creative and they think art but that's not all creativity is. There's a lot more to it. And I would, I think that I would, would say that there are like many facets to it. There are different ways to be creative. You don't have to be creative as an artistic person. I've always been creative. I'm only now being able to do art with it and kind of express myself with it 
while also being creative in the ways that I, you know, approach repairs of drones and how to test them and fix them and simulate problems with them and things like that. All these things I can't I have to foresee as a business owner and as a person require creativity and resourcefulness and other things like that. And that's part of being creative. Yeah, I think that's part of the reason why we're successful at what we do is we come up with creative solutions mm -hmm. for our clients. It's not just, well, this is what you should do because this is what's generally done. I listen to the problem, we diagnose it, and we determine a creative solution for whatever the issue is. Sometimes it's not necessarily creative, but sometimes it is. Sometimes that creative spark makes a huge difference, even in the world of accounting. Yeah. So what, like, when you think of the word creative, what do you mean? What is like the essence of creativity? That is a wonderful question. Um, if I had to define it, I would say it would be the redefinition of anything, okay. a change. So you can redefine a process. You can find a creative solution to a process. You can redefine what your day looks like. You be creative with your planning, mm -hmm. uh, be creative with your space. I mean, I, one of the things people love about our space is I'm creative with it. There's pink everywhere and eclectic stuff. And we incorporate the different facets of our personality into the space that we're in. And it, it becomes an extension of ourselves. Um, I mean, through, being with you and, and seeing what we produce together, I think I kind of had the answer to that question already because most people I do think would define creativity as artistic expression. Right. But it, it's so much more than that because I don't think that I'm artistic at all. I don't have any artistic abilities, but I do find myself to be extremely creative. Right. See, what I would define creativity to be, which kind of encompasses what you were saying, was more like the use of the imagination to produce something, anything, be it a solution to a problem, be it an item, an object, be it the smell of a cologne, be it a recipe you've just created, you've built using your imagination, using what you know and combining things in your mind before you ever combine them in practice, I think that's creativity. You know, you take the different aspects and these different component pieces of a situation or a circumstance or an object or, I mean, how do you create a bench? You have a pile of wood and a pile of metal and you put them together in a certain way like Ikea tells you to do it and... You've got a desk, but it had to be created. It had to be imagined first. And somebody had to put that down on paper and figure out how to make it. And that's what we all do on a daily basis. You think about it. You have problems all the time that you have to be creative with. In fact, I think as an adult, that's probably one of the first times you're forced to be creative. How do you survive? <laughs> you're on your own now. <laughs> you know, you've got to get a job. You've got to make money. You've got to feed yourself. You got to get around. Like you have to be creative with the solutions to these problems. in a lot of the times, and 
Some people are just a little bit more creative than others. Some people have more resources to be creative with. That's also fair. So. So if you feel like you, you've got to be creative or do you feel like you're not creative at all? How do you determine that you are? Like, what is the path to uncovering one's creativity or discovering? Well, first, everyone is creative. It's just where you apply it. Some people are inclined to be creative when it comes to solving problems. Some people are creative when it comes to social situations. Some people are creative when it comes to art. And some people are creative when it comes to all manner of other things, food, things like that. Like you could consider that art, but there are creative people all over the place. We're all creative. It's just, how do you apply it? How do you apply it? And that's recognizing how you apply your creativity, things you, you produce, you make, you work through, you get through, you build and produce and create, but what do you create? What do you do? That's what you use your creativity for every time. And then you start to see that you are actually creative because if you weren't, you wouldn't be able to create solutions for blah, 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 you know? So you identify first that you have creativity in you and you expand on that. What other ways can I be creative in ways that are stimulating to me first and foremost, and then build from there? So the very, very, very first step would be acceptance. Yes. You are creative. Do not start with anything but I do have creativity and then a little self-investigation of what am I doing that is creative and what ways am I applying this? What would I like to make? (laughs) You know, what would I, would I like to make solutions? Do I, do I like sitting down and doing Sudoku puzzles? Cause that's creativity still too. How do you solve this problem given the resources numbers that you have? Someone recently told me, um, something that's been sticking with me a lot. It's been living in rent free up here. Um, the thing that you can't not do. What is the thing that you always end up circling back to? I can't not walk into a room and identify all the problems that I see. Um, when I come home, if there's a mess, it my brain draws to it. When we went to go um, to the courthouse to go pick up some documents for our marriage license, I was watching what was happening in the room and seeing all of the ways their processes could be improved. Mm -hmm. I do it all day, every day. I can't not troubleshoot a problem like that. So what is it that you can't not do? That's a good point. Good way of looking at it. However, some of those things you can't not do may not always be healthy, especially if you do them incessantly. If you need help with those sorts of things, go get help. You know, somebody's there to help you. I'm sure that there are therapists and things that could help. But like if you if you feel you're doing it to an unhealthy degree. So we're talking about blurring the line between the thing you can't not do and a compulsion. Yes. If you're compelled to do it, please, please go get help. If you're not compelled to do it, if it's something you just really have a passion for and you just feel like you're not really. I don't know how to explain it. You're not really maximizing the potential of your existence right now if you're not doing this thing then okay that's fair that could be a thing that you look into for ways to be creative and apply that creativity that is innate to you 
uh, to something and make it fruitful. So do you think that would be an effective strategy if you feel like you're not creative or you feel like you used to be creative, but you're not creative anymore and you're stuck? You've got a creative block. Right. We all know about writer's block. Yes. There are creative blocks all the time. A lot of times we classify that in the business world as burnout. Yes. Your creative blocks. You're not operating at your highest. So how do you break free from that? That is a really simple thing. You know, the one thing that always works for me, and I hear a lot of other people, is that creativity is jealous. If you want to spark creativity in a place that you feel you may have lost it or are experiencing a block, cheat on that creative venture and create something else and watch how quickly you're like, oh, no, I need to go back to this other project. I can't get wrapped up in this other thing. I've got to... I've got to go back to this. This inspires me to go back to my original project. I can't tell you how many times I've gotten writer's block and then went to make candles and been like, no, 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 no. I need to write. Interesting. I, I always think about it. Like I, I force myself to do something else. So when I need to be creative and I'm stuck, I'll be physically active. I'll go on a long walk mm -hmm. and put some music on and make my brain do several other different things to just, I don't know, suss it out in the background. Purge the thoughts Purge. that are in the way. It's a blockage. Yeah. So you just, you know, do something else. But I, I like that because I was going to say a strategy that I've, I've found lately is to do something else like that um i've been playing with uh reese's legos and building little lego houses i can't tell you the thoughts that come into my head while i'm making a little lego house mm -hmm. with our seven-year-old who just thinks it's the greatest thing ever that i'm building a house with her meanwhile i'm um spooling up my brain and and getting back in gear playing with your imagination stoking the fires of your imagination because that is where creativity comes from it's all about your imagination and how you can imagine the solutions to problems, or you can imagine the outcomes to scenarios that maybe are going one way already, but could be different, could be improved, could be changed in any way, really. But you're using your, your imagination. Creativity is applied imagination. Oh, I like that. Creativity is applied imagination. So I would say that if you're struggling to break free, you need to find something else to do. If puzzles are your thing, go get a big puzzle, big new puzzle project. If it's painting, mm -hmm. go get something cool. Um, right now, the craft stores have all their spring stuff on sale. Go find a um, go find a pot to paint and decorate and plant something and just do something completely different and re envision what it is you can be creative about and the things that start to bubble up from that, those are your creative sides, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, it can be. It can be. It's There's a spectrum of things. There's so many different ways. It's unique to every individual. These are just ideas to kind of jumpstart it if you find yourself stuck, you know? And I like them. And it's, they all apply, but you have to find the ones that apply to you. So you talked about stoking the fire. Mm -hmm. When we come back from our first break, I want to talk about how to stoke that fire, how to keep it burning and not let it go out. Mm -hmm. What can you do to keep yourself creative and make that a part of your day-to-day, -day? make it part of your new normal, yeah. revisit your creativity. So stick with us and we'll be right back. 
Jessica Jones Accounting Services is here to be your small business superhero. Whether you need ongoing services like bookkeeping or payroll, one-time services like implementing an accounting software or one-on-one training, or an on-call CFO to answer your larger questions, Jessica Jones Accounting Services is here to help. Stop costing your business more money by trying to do absolutely everything yourself. We pride ourselves on giving you big business level service while still giving that small business attention. You're the expert in your field and you didn't start your business to watch numbers move, but we did. Come check us out at jessicajonesaccounting.com to see what we can do for your business. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Get Powered Up with Jessica Jones. We hope Jessica and her guests are giving you the spark you have been looking for. Now back to the show with Jessica. So our next topic is going to be how to create, how to create a mindset for yourself where creativity is part of your day to day to keep the fires of creativity burning and not cause the deflation again, which is why we're having the conversation. Right. So how do you make it a part of the day to day? How do you change your mind? You stay curious. Like you have to give yourself permission to be curious. I think um, you have to, your imagination works best when you're constantly asking it. What if, what if I did this? What if I made a dish that is normally savory and added some chocolate to it to see what happens? And it could turn out really, really well, as we found through this recent event that we just went to. But um, you must constantly ask, like, what if I did this? What if this were different? What if this changed? What if I added this to this? That's your imagination begging to be let out to run like your dog waiting at the door with the leash. Come on. Take me outside. Let me run. Let me stretch my legs. This is your imagination begging for that when you're constantly asking what if. And you have to give yourself permission to say, yes, I'll indulge that. A lot of people don't. (laughs) I would say a lot of us have a problem that our what ifs are anxiety. What ifs? They're not what if positives. They're what if negatives. And I think part of the creative side is challenging those yeah because you have those what if what if it doesn't work out you also have to pose the question what if it does or what if we've all had these weird kind of off the wall intrusive thought sort of what ifs like what if like what was it one of the questions i asked you when we first started dating what if your legs were noodles which ones would you pick like that's an imagination that's active and it's, it's, it never skips leg day. It's just, it's there and it's strong and it's proud. And it's, I'm just, I ask what if all the time. And my what ifs are often pretty negative, but they're not all negative. So it's, it's, it helps to indulge those weird off the wall, neutral sorts of what ifs. You know, your anxiety doesn't have to do the speaking all the time. Sometimes your childlike curiosity and just what if this what if this car was made of chocolate? Ha ha ha. Those kinds of off the wall things. The the questions that our seven year old asks us regularly. Absolutely. So if you've got a kid running around who asks these crazy questions, indulge them. That is a great place to start. 
it will help you indulge that within yourself as well. If you're not utterly annoyed by children and not everybody is into kids, but this is the kind of nurturing you need to do in yourself. The, the little seven-year-old inside of you that wants to ask strange, inane questions that have nothing to do with anything, but they're what unlock new facets to yourself and your own imagination, your own creativity. You know, what the, I, the, the Hoover Dam, for instance, was just an idea on paper for somebody. What if we trapped water and then let it out really slow so that it turned a turbine and made electricity? Like, that could work. Let's draw it. And then they said, all right, this drawing could work. Let's make it. And it all started with asking the question, what if we did it like this? And it's that simple. You start asking yourself those little questions and who knows what you unlock. There's no telling. It's up to you. I can speak from experience over the past couple of years. We asked a lot of what ifs and a lot of things have come from it. Yeah. What if we did this? What if we tried to do this? And when you see a problem, when you see an issue, if what if I could fix it? Yeah. What if I could change it? Right. I read, I read Dante's Inferno. And the first thing I thought was, what if it was modern? What if it wasn't set in the 13th century? You know, what if it wasn't, you know, this man writing a political commentary of his time? What if it was really the way things worked? And how would it reconcile with other works that we know of the same nature, you know, dealing with the dynamic between God and the devil and good and evil and things. What if it was modernized? What if it was this? What if it was that? And then I, what if I wrote that? Uh, you're not allowed to write a book. You're not qualified to write a book, which we talk about in earlier episodes. Yeah. You Give yourself permission. You are qualified. Do you know how to write? Yes. Do you have access to a word processor? Yes. Can you save the document? Yes. And you can write. You can write a book. Just write it. Just do it. And the only thing that it re relies on is your own imagination, your own creativity, and your own curiosity. What if this? Absolutely. So we've talked a little bit about ways that you can cultivate this curious mindset, but let's dig a little bit further. What are some other concepts that can inspire creativity. I'm thinking um, in particular of a, a business coach that we know that does a retreat every year, a creative retreat ah, for business owners. Yes. And this is travel mm -hmm. that you do. You travel across the world. We're going, uh, a group of people are going from the United States to Italy yes. for a week to do a creative reboot and they're going to go try different foods and explore wineries and do mm -hmm. different things like that. So I guess I answered the question for you. Sorry. Um, a way to tap into that creativity and inspiration through travel and different experiences. I have a story about that, actually. Um, okay. And it it illustrates the point and the, the underlying key to all of this and why that is effective and why it works and what it does. It is... Um, when I was in boot camp, I was the recruit chief petty officer, RPOC in Navy boot camp. And it was my job to make sure that our compartment was perfectly spotless, dust free, because dust bunnies are notorious 
in boot camp. They just accumulate all the new cotton and wool material that is being pumped out to all these new recruits is going to accumulate a lot of dust as it's moved about and worn and washed and all this other stuff. So dust is terrible in boot camp. It's everywhere. Um, but we have little dust bunnies all over the floor that we had to constantly chase around and clean up. Well, my uh, drill instructor, RDC, as we call them in the, in the Navy, my RDC asked me if the compartment was clear of dust bunnies, if everybody had cleaned up all of the dust bunnies. And I said, yes, Petty Officer, they have. We're ready to go to chow. But he said, no, no, there haven't. Maybe, maybe try this. Turn around, put your feet shoulder width apart, bend over and look upside down in between your legs. See if you see anything different. And I did. And the change in perspective is what opened my eyes to the few little dust bunnies that were floating around that we still had to go get. Now, it was ridiculously embarrassing to stand butt up in front of 81 other people, but it did change my perspective. And I think that leaving one culture, like say we're all Americans here in in this business ring we're talking about in this um, with this business coach and her clients, we're all here in the States. So she's taking people out of this comfortable system that they're used to, the way it always works, this conventional thing that they know and putting them in something completely different, kind of a culture shock that resets their whole perspective on things. But with a safety net. With a safety net. Because you're with a business coach mm-hmm. that you're familiar with, a that you've been working with, with. Yes. a group of people who are like you and who are there sharing the same experience with you and getting through it with you, a team to mm-hmm. do it with you. So you're not alone. Nope. It's not like immersion in the way that it may sound like I'm explaining. You're not just getting chunked in the deep end and told to swim or die. <laughs> you're uh, you're, being exposed with a security blanket of other people, a group of other people, you're being exposed to this new way of thinking, this new way of living, this new, everything is new about it. You, if you've never been overseas, it's, it's wild the ways that, you know, it works in other countries and other nations than it is where you're from. It's important to travel. It gives you a different perspective and that unlocks creativity in its own way, because your perspective widens your imagination's resources. It has more to draw from. What if this? Because now I see something that's different that inspires my imagination to ask this question. What if we did this? What if this happened instead of what we have where I am usually? Like, what if things were different? And it unlocks this whole facet of your imagination that maybe you didn't know was there, but I can see how it changes the the trajectory of a person who may be experiencing burnout, who may be running out of resources they feel, and they need a refresh. It's like the smelling salts of business. Just <laughs> go, go wake yourself up in Italy, you know? And it's uh. a beautiful thing. And I would love to go because Florence is where Dante is from. Yes. So well, maybe in 2024 we'll be able to go on the Spark Creative Retreat. That would be awesome. Uh, because I, I would love to do that as well. Because we all need that refresh and reboot. Um, you know, if you can't do big travel, remember to do small little things, small mm-hmm. changes in your scenery, even if 
if, if you've got a daily routine, you do the same thing every day or every week, change it up. Take a different do something route to a work. Little, yes. Take a different route to work. Go try a new grocery store. Go yeah. try a new anything, a new restaurant for lunch. Try, change a little thing mm-hmm. and see how much your perspective can change. Like the ripple in the water, yeah. like the butterfly effect. See how much can change by making little steps towards sparking creativity. Or just an openness to the possibilities of things because that helps with imagination and curiosity and creativity in the long run too. Yes, that's absolutely true. Opening yourself up, not, Mm -hmm. not closing the door to your imagination. Yep. What if I do like something from this Mediterranean restaurant? I've never had Mediterranean. Who knows? You can give it a shot, you know, look at the ingredients, see if they're things you like. And maybe there is something there all along that you didn't know was there. The whole same thing works for yourself and your identity and who you are, creativity, create creatively speaking, you know, personally speaking, professionally speaking. That's true for everybody. I love it. So we're going to take another break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about why. Why are we talking about being creative? What is this good for? Yeah, this is a business podcast, right? Yeah. So mm. what does creativity have to do with your business? And I invite you to think about different ways that creativity would be beneficial because you'd be surprised when you start digging into it. So stick with us. We'll be right back. Have you ever wished you had someone who had all the answers in your back pocket? The Superhero Initiative was created as a launchpad for small and micro businesses to reach the next level in their potential. We are here to help you start out on the right foot and rescue you from future headaches. If you've been in business less than three years or are currently generating less than $100,000 of annual revenue, we encourage you to apply for the Superhero Initiative. Recipients will get eight hours of donated time to supercharge your back office from bookkeeping cleanup to implementing and training on software and other accounting and management needs. Visit jessicajonesaccounting.com to apply today. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Get Powered Up with Jessica Jones. We hope Jessica and her guests are giving you the spark you have been looking for. Now back to the show with Jessica. All right, Charlie, now we're going to talk about why we need to be creative. What's the point of having creativity as a business owner if you're not in a creative business? So if I'm a, you know, um, financial advisor or I'm an insurance agent or I'm a lawn care specialist, why do I need to be creative? Well, there are it's. Ultimately, it's a competition between you and every other lawn care specialist or accountant, or you need to find ways to solve problems in a way that is appealing. Because if you solve problems the way everyone else solves problems or addresses an issue or provides a service, then what's to say, what makes yours different than theirs? Why should they spend their time with you? If you do it exactly like H&R Block, why would I not go to HR? You know, it's already there. Why am I seeking you out? Being creative in your business 
is what gives you a competitive edge. And even sometimes that's just having resources and being resourceful in many ways, whether that's actual material resources or time resources, money resources, like more material, uh, people, you know, uh, the network you have, that is a resource that is just as valuable as having materials on hand. Um, but you need to have that creative edge to leverage and put yourself kind of head and shoulders above the rest of your competition. If you can, that's the whole point. That's a great point. Um, I recently uh, heard a story about someone who was a private chef. They had a chef business mm -hmm. and they were trying to figure out how to get clients in the chef business. So they had to determine where are my clients hanging out and how do I find them? Just advertising I'm a private chef wasn't getting them somewhere. Yeah. So what they did was they went to the um, like Whole Foods, Trader Joe's type stores mm -hmm. wearing their chef's coat and walked casually by. And when they saw people who had things in their cart that were, um, different or special or you know expensive products they would strike up a conversation about their favorite way to prepare that dish ah. the fa my favorite thing to do with this or whatever it was that they were able to come up with off of the things in this person's cart and so through that conversation oh what do you do are you a chef oh well i'm a, a private chef now these people often in these types of grocery stores who are buying these fancy dishes mm -hmm. can afford a private chef maybe not every day but maybe for an event maybe something right and you create this immediate rapport with them mm -hmm. by commenting and offering you know just your thoughts yeah. in passing and if they're interested then great something comes out of it. If not, then you, you know, provided them something you gave maybe them an idea and they just moved on and maybe someday they think about you. That's another thing that your creativity can be infectious as well. So let it spread to other people. You know, That's this person that you're talking about did improv recipes at the Trader Joe's. <laughs> That's yeah, that's pretty, creative. That's pretty creative and it's pretty resourceful. What resources do you have that includes places you can go? Like that, that's brilliant and genius. And it's those sorts of imaginative, imaginative, pardon, uh, ideas that set businesses apart that gets you the traction you're looking for. Right. And as an example of myself, my business, I have the name of a superhero. You do. And I was like, you know, can I use that? Should I use that? But I harness the creative freedom that I had with mm -hmm. that, the, the, the leaning into the name and, and I call it, you know, the nerds know, we know if, if you read something or you hear me, if you hear somebody say Jessica Jones accounting service is marvelous. Yeah. You know what that means. Until, you heard it. <laughs> until Marvel hears about it. And decides to <laughs> don't tempt Disney. <laughs> Please don't tempt Disney, but leaning into the resources that you have. My name yes. was a resource. My name was something for me to lean upon mm -hmm. because people would ask me, is that really your name? Do you know that there's a Netflix show with your name? Yes. As yes. a matter of fact, we know that so well that we've used it in our branding because we think we're superheroes in what we do. But if you've seen Black Mirror, it's nothing like the Joan is Awful episode where this 
the show is an oh, God, representation yeah, no. of what I do in a day. I am not that Jessica Jones. No, I'm not that Jessica Jones. I'm different Jessica Jones. But, financial superhero. <laughs> but we leaned into a creative side and it's one of my favorite things that we do because it shows our personality. It mm-hmm. broadcasts who we are. And if you know, you know, if you like it, if if you're interested in these same things, then we already have a rapport to build upon. Right. And we already have somewhere where we can start from. Exactly. We have a relationship already. You get it. Haha, <laughs> we can make jokes. Yes. It's a personalizing thing. It makes you a person instead of just this corporate entity. That's right. Now, we were, we talk about something a lot, how you and I are very, very different. Wildly. Wildly different, but still wildly the same. It's, like, it's, right. It's, it's, I don't know how to, we're <laughs> like the left and right brain. Same brain, different ways of solving and different perspectives on things. It's just interesting. Yes. We are, we are <laughs> wildly dissimilar, but in the same vein, like much the same. Or I guess our goals are similar. Yeah. That, yes. All of that. So we have to find a lot of balance. Mm-hmm. Some of it is natural, which is wonderful. I love when the, the balance comes naturally. But sometimes we have to focus and find a natural balance or find a balance that mm-hmm. is not natural to us. For example, I have lots of meetings, lots of things that I have to do on specific timelines and deadlines and due dates. And I have a schedule that is booked out weeks, sometimes months in advance. Mm-hmm. But I recognize that I need a little bit of flexibility in my time that maybe I might feel burnt out today or I didn't sleep well last night or, 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 or any number of ors, right? So how do I balance my heavy schedule and needing to build things out with the need for some spontaneity, some flexibility in my schedule? Could you perhaps schedule some spontaneous time no that doesn't work for me no i tried scheduling spontaneous time i don't feel it <laughs> on a schedule this is my scheduled wild time like, this is, <laughs> that's a little no, strange right that doesn't work force. for me but for example i know that i am the most fresh in the mornings we, we talk about the spoons right mm-hmm. i wake up with all my spoons yes straight up in the morning got my spoons I do best in meetings with clients, with potential, you know, collaborative partners mm-hmm. in the morning. I'm way better at the morning for that. It gives me the ability to use all the freshness. Then once I'm done with it, I sit down, I make a plan of action. I disseminate it to the staff or whatever partners. I send emails, this, that, and the other, and then I move on. Mm-hmm to the next thing. If I have a 2 p.m. meeting and I've been in the office all day, my brain doesn't want me to get too deeply. I know myself, I'll get involved in something and then I'll you know, have to pull up out of it really hard at the time for the meeting. Right. And so I don't actually get much accomplished in the morning if I've got a lot going on in the afternoon because I'm anticipating all this afternoon stuff. So what I've done I never know what time I'm going to wake up. Sometimes it's 630. Sometimes it's eight o'clock. But when I wake up in the morning on a work day, I get up, I get ready. I go into the office. I start working on what I got to do. If I have morning meetings, then I'll just kind of hang out and, mm-hmm. and do the, but I try and schedule all of the big brain stuff. 
for the morning, everything that needs my spark, my creative. Mm -hmm. And then I give myself the afternoon to do low hanging fruit, low impact tasks, things that take maybe one or two spoons. Yeah. Because that's all the spoons I have left. If I have to save spoons for the end of the day, it's hard to use them in the beginning of the day. So what do we mean by spoons? We mean like, like emotional energy or even mental capacity just if you had a finite amount say you have a a tank full of brain power just like your car has a tank full of fuel or a battery full of electricity it's your brain has a tank full of brain power and you're running on miles per gallon in your brain like it's it's the rate of consumption and how much consumption a task may take. And if you were to say, I have something tangible like 35 spoons to dole out throughout the day, you're talking about projects that require five of those spoons versus projects that require one spoon. You know, just some things have a higher demand on your brain power and your focus. For example, an email that you're dreading to send to a client might take up a lot of your spoons. It might take up six or seven spoons, Mm -hmm. but an email that you have to send about scheduling a meeting with somebody that you've been looking forward to scheduling with. One quarter of a spoon. Right. It doesn't take much. Right. So doling out that energy when you have it. And I recognize when I wake up, I have my spoons. I am. You're the opposite. Opposite of that. When I wake up, it's something like, a large piece of equipment powering on for the first time, the systems each individually must be checked. It's kind of like in Jurassic Park when they're like, no, this breaker's got to be tripped and then you got to do this and then you do that and then you turn this on and to get the power back on to to the fences and things. Like my body works that way. My brain is, we have no spoons. You wake up with zero spoons. I have zero spoons. And it's like, I'm Sonic the Hedgehog. I dropped all my spoons and I spend the morning sipping on coffee, remembering where I put all my spoons. And I gather them all up. All systems eventually come online and I'm ready to solve problems. And then that lasts all day. And then I have to sometimes force myself with melatonin and things to go to sleep and turn off the machine. But it takes forever for it to get spooled back up again. Um, I also don't have schedules like you have. You were talking about your schedules being like weeks out. I have a one week schedule radar. Yep. Yep. If it's closer than a week, I might not have the energy. I might not have the spoons to pass out for this thing yet. I may not have accumulated them because... You know, I've got my own mental health issues like we all tend to have. But so it's really funny how we have to operate around this. So I schedule myself, especially now in the summer, where it's even more acceptable to have my afternoons Mm -hmm. where I'm at least two or three days a week. I don't schedule anything in the afternoons after lunch. I give myself the freedom to say, I'm going to keep working. Mm-hmm. I've got, I got spoons left. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to knock these projects out, but I also give myself the freedom to say, I really don't have it today. I've accomplished everything that was urgent and important today. I'm going to disseminate everything that needs to, and then I'm going to take the afternoon to recharge. Right. And I give myself that you build up spoons for something. So, Hey babe, 
we're going to go do this on Friday. Don't forget. I got to tell you on Monday or Tuesday so yes. that throughout the week you can gather the spoons necessary to go to that thing. Right. Oh yeah. I got to go to a big fundraising event and I'm going to meet a lot of people. Takes a lot of your spoons to do that. Yes. So you go and dig some spoons out or conserve your spoons yeah. throughout the week to make sure that you've got enough. I take it a little easy so that I know that when the time comes, I have the brain power, the focus, the energy, the social capacity to to handle whatever it is I've got to handle. It's like for the our wedding, when I made all of those candles, we had to do it in bursts because there was no way I had the capacity to do all of them at once. So I had the energy to do it. I didn't have the real capacity to do it. My resources were not all in sync. So we didn't do it that way. We just did it in batches. But similarly, you have to break it up sometimes because you can bite off more than you can chew sometimes when it comes to this situation. So you've got to be deliberate about the way you operate and set yourself and know your limitations. I know my limitations beyond a week. I'm probably going to forget you even told me this because I have a terrible memory, but I, you know, in short term, in a week's time, I usually can hang on to it and be like, yeah, we were supposed to do this this next week, but that's just the way my brain works. And we, we operate that with that way. And that's part of the diversity thing. Uh, we were talking about the change in perspective. You offer a different perspective on things and I offer a different perspective on things for you. So and the way that we developed these systems that work for one or both of us and how we make those systems talk to each other and work, because let's be honest, your systems have to work with other people's systems. They do. They no have what to. you do. <laughs> we had to be creative yeah. in what we did. You know, we try different methods, what works for you. And we had to be very open yes. about it to each other and not get our feelings hurt or take it personally when the other one is like, mm, this isn't working. We've got to got to figure it out. You've got to remember that you're working within other people's boundaries. It's not yeah. all you. I could want you all day to wake up in the morning and just knock things out. But then I'm going to hate you because you're not going to wake up in the morning and knock things out. I'm going to hate you because you keep waking me up early. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get you. It's uh, we. Well, here we go. Here comes the meme. We live in a society. So we got to kind of work with each other. We are social creatures. And that's part of it. And and then, but there's value in that. It's not just a burden. It's not a burden for me to know that you work differently than I do. It actually opens my imagination up some. What if this happened? I can talk to you about that and determine, hey, what if I did this? What if I made chimichangas for dinner tonight and that's my imagination the curiosity the creativity asking for permission to be executed and seeing how this other person feels about it how they are going to deal with it you know whether they have a creative idea whether there's a different approach to the same thing that they may want to implement that their imagination has been talking about that you just infectiously spread to them so there's value in these different perspectives. There's value in learning to mesh your perspectives with other people's and become oh, creative, yes. become creative as a group. That's yes. something that humans do very, very well, as you can see from our dominance in this planet. <laughs> but it works on smaller scales. And that's all we're doing, scaling it up and down based on 
how we need to operate, but on every level, we all need to be creative. Absolutely. I mean, we just had a meeting the other day for a potential opportunity and there were how many of us, one, two, three, four, five of us doing a walkthrough of a location and the ideas that multiplied from five of us walking through a building together. Yep. Something we've never seen. Something we'd never seen before. Five of us walk into a room and we walked out with 75 ideas because everybody was pitching something and your idea gave me an idea, gave her an idea, gave him an idea. And it exposure to something new. Yes. Lights your imagination's flame on fire even more. Unfolding before our eyes faster than we could even get the words out of our mouths. New experiences are the bellows of a fire you're trying to keep alive. They just, it just fans the whole thing and causes it to rage. Like it's, it's really cool to watch people experience something brand new and watch their horizons expand and watch their creativity flourish and watch their imagination just go. And it's not always good. Sometimes it's in a bad way, but, uh, but watching the world expand is intriguing every time. Absolutely. New experiences are the way to do it. And that's why they go to Florence that's why we talk to new people. That's why we get new experiences to unlock new potentials for our imagination and our creativity. That's why we try new things. That's why we do new things all the time. That's why we push experiences, experiences. Don't lock yourself in your little bubble, in your little town, in your little house. Don't do routine stuff all the time. It'll just deaden you. You got to expand. You've got to do new things. Yes expand and it's amplified by the people around you making sure that you're having people who share your vision or at least can empower your vision in some way you don't want if you're a business owner and everybody you know works for somebody else and doesn't have a dream of owning the business you're not going to be as successful as if you surrounded yourself with some people who feel similarly to you. You can have friends who don't Mm -hmm. have a business or want a business, but if you have nobody around you with similar goals and visions as you, you won't get as far. So it's super important to keep these people around you um, and develop a network. Find them if you don't have them around you. Yes. Find them. Find them. That means traveling. If that means going to new places, even within your town, Yes, your city, go. Do them, do something new. And I promise you things will, un- you will find opportunities you didn't know were there. It's develop, like- develop your network. It's something we've stressed time and time again here. Develop your network. The people in your corner are going to be instrumental in helping you go beyond your wildest dreams, Absolutely. because whatever you can dream, they have a dream that can tag onto it and it's going to multiply. Mm-hmm. So Definitely develop your network. Um, I really like a thing that we do in a networking group that I'm in is we have a large networking group, but then we have smaller, what are called power spheres. Mm -hmm. And that is a group of people who are in a similar industry. For example, if there are five people who deal in real estate, we've got a realtor, we've got a handyman, we've got a loan consultant, you've got um, somebody who works for a title company and on and on and on. You get all these people together and you've got an idea or you've got a plan and you can help me and this, that, and the other, and you, you sprout new things. And all mm-hmm. of a sudden you've created something that you could never have done on your own. Like seven-year-olds Legos. 
you take these blocks and you put them together in a way maybe you didn't think about putting them together before. Maybe somebody else has resources, blocks you've never used that they can offer to help expand your idea in a way that benefits the both of you. Exactly it. It's always worth looking into. Absolutely. New experiences are the key to, to fanning these flames. Yes. And remembering you're not in a silo, new experiences and surrounding yourself with others yeah. who are trying to, sh- who share at least similar goals and dreams as right. you. Um, you're not alone. You will never be alone. There is somebody out here who wants something similar to you and you guys can help each other th- get there. Yeah. That's how you thrive. Ultimately. Until you're on a deserted island and then you just got to be creative for yourself. <laughs> but uh, Hopefully. Hopefully it doesn't happen to you. But if it does. Yeah. Knock you know. on wood or something. Like what? Deserted island. I'm not getting on a boat with you. Coconut milk. <laughs> and with that, <laughs> we're going to wrap today up. Thank you, Charlie, for being with us again. Like Tell everybody where to find you, where to see your beautiful pictures and read your books. You and- can find me in all over the place uh pretty much uh facebook instagram under my business names charlie's waxworks urban angel ariel and the divine saga um on the interwebs via email or websites www.charlieswaxworks.com and there is another one for the divine saga but i'm being a bad book daddy and not remembering what it is um and yeah so yeah it's pretty much the website and the Instagrams and the Facebooks. Awesome. Well, definitely follow Charlie, follow us, send us an email. If you're interested in a topic, you have a question for us, or you're interested in being a guest, we'd love to hear from you. So please reach out uh, via social media at Jessica Jones accounting or info at Jessica Jones accounting.com. Thanks so much for being with us again today. And we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Get Powered Up with Jessica Jones. We hope you've gained something valuable today. If you did, wait till you hear what we're talking about next. Until then, get out there and forge your own unique empire, travel your own path, and most importantly, be your own superhero. 